Star Wars 7x7 episode 2417. Today is the second half of my conversation with Nick Martorelli of Penguin Random House Audio, the executive producer of the High Republic audiobooks. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So yesterday, part one of the conversation with Nick Martorelli, we talked about what exactly it means to be an executive producer and we started pursuing that whole situation in terms of the High Republic Publishing Initiative and the work that Nick and team did to bring the books that were being written by Charles Sewell and Justina Ireland and Claude Claudia Gray into reality, into audiobook form. And we're going to pick up that conversation today and finish it up as well. So let's get right back into it. Here is the second half of my latest conversation with Nick Martorelli, executive producer with Penguin Random House Audio and executive producer on the three Star Wars The High Republic audiobooks. No, and they also, you know, um, we work with them a lot. Well, we work with them all the time on the word lists. You know, how should we say all these names? Mm. All of these new creatures, all of these. And like, the, you know, Light of the Jedi is exceptionally long word list because it has all of the new characters and all of the new technology and like all of the new groups. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, we all know how to say the Galactic Empire, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Like Keeve Trennis or Avar Chris or, you know, any of the new Jedi. Exactly. Or. Markeon Rowe, you know, with the Nile and all that fun stuff. Uh, so then, you you know, you get all these things and then you have to prepare your actors, your narrators. So Mark Thompson, who does Light of the Jedi, Keeler Lay, is it Lay or Lee? Lee, Keeler, Keeler Lee. Excuse me, who does A Test of Courage and Dan Bittner, who does Into the Dark. Uh, what's the preparation process for them? I mean, Mark Thompson obviously is an old hand when it comes to doing Star Wars stuff. Um, Keeler and Dan, I think, n not so much. But um, how is your preparation for them uh, different because of this new initiative? Um, the preparation for for them, I feel like was similar to other Star Wars books and similar to other audiobooks in general. It's just that we had all of this more, <laughs> we had more information to give to them than you would on a normal book. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we had all this visual references. We had, um, we had the work that Mark had done on Light of the Jedi to give to Keeler and Dan. We had sort of like, you know, the, this, this pronunciation list. We had this sort of idea of like, okay, now we kind of know who the Nihil are. So we sort of know what, what universe we're living in once we get to the following books that feature them. Um, which is not to say that we want all the narrators to sort of fall into the same groove. I, I, love, I love what actors bring to these projects. And I love, you know... Each book is its own unique thing that we need to find and 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 really honor and 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 and, and find the music of, you know, like, you know, the the Nihil, perfect example. The Nihil in a test of courage are different than the Nihil in Light of the Jedi. Like yeah. just the nature of the writing, the nature of the conflict, you know, so you don't sort of want the same kind of attack on them in both books. So, 
so it's it's sort of thing as like letting everything inspire on inspire the actors and build on what the actors have done and then also then giving the actors that bubble around them and saying do your best work like just go for it you know we don't want anybody to be you know i i, I never want to ask an actor to do an impression of another actor. I mm-hmm. want them to be their best version of themselves. And if that means that Avar Chris is going to sound slightly different, that's what it means because I don't want you to do an impression of someone else's Avar Chris. I want you to play Avar Chris. Right. Yeah. This, and this, this goes back to, <laughs> this goes back to our first conversation about the star Wars audio dramas, you know, the idea that it's like, it's not an Owen, it's not an, uh, an Alec Guinness impression, but it's still Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm hmm. Yeah, and it's the it's the actor channeling his or her best you know reference to the character and you know their own interpretation of the character, but you know still within the bounds of how the character has been presented. So it's not like a wildly different scenario, but you know it's just shot through a, a slightly different lens, a different filter, if you will. Exactly. You know, audiobook narrators only have one voice with which to make all of the voices. So obviously, you know, they're going to be different. And that's part of that's part of the charm. That's part of what you want out of a series like this. And I, you know, for Mark Thompson, um, you know, just having been familiar with his work, we've talked about how in the past he is you know, rather amazing in terms of his facility with switching character voices right on the fly in the recording studio. Um, yeah, and this is not to set aside Dan or Keeler at all, but with Mark and doing all new voices for all new characters, you know, do you still see that same fluidity with him, you know, switching between voices? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like once he's, once he's got the voices nailed in, he's, he's fantastic. Um, and this is also one where he's had to, you know, all of them, they have to create these voices as opposed to, Oh, I'll just I'll I'll be inspired by Thrawn in Rebels. You know, mm-hmm. it's like no one knows what Martian Rowe sounds like. Right. So um so you know, Mark got to develop it and 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 find something there. Same thing with, you know well, same thing <laughs> same thing with all of them, you know, the the Santecas, Avar Chris, all um Loden, you know, like he's gotta find all of these new voices. Mm-hmm. Right, and same with Keeler has to find Vernestra Rowe because I don't think she has a speaking part in Light of the Jedi. And yep. same with um, Reith Silas for, for Dan Bittner in Into the Dark because I don't think he speaks in Light of the Jedi either. Which is a great thing because Reith is mentioned in Light of the Jedi, but yeah, Dan gets to create him to, uh, mm-hmm. for, for the first time. Yeah, exactly. And Vernestra is mentioned in Light of the Jedi as well, like when they get to the dedication ceremony of the Beacon. Yep. 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 It's mentioned she's there, but you know, she's had, (laughs) and I love that sort of like, yes, she had just gotten back from this other adventure she had. And Mm -hmm. here it is. Here is the adventure that she's had. So you talked a bit about uh, music and sound effects already. Uh, I do want to ask you about, I'm not sure if you would refer to it as atmosphere or soundscape or just that's just sort of the background aura of the audiobook experience and yeah i assume that's something that probably happens in post-production as well um you know i think of like for example you know scenes in cantinas where you hear the background chatter of people 
uh, and so forth as that kind of thing. Um, is that something that also is created from scratch for these High Republic books? Um, I, 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 I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Kevin and the post-production team are doing all of that very directly. Mm. Um, um, but I do know that you know they uh, they have sound effects libraries, and they also have sound effects that we've recorded over time for other things. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know certain cantinas have flavors of other cantinas in the past, or uh, they find something new for this one, but then mix it slightly differently, bring the music in a little harder. You know, like it's a different crowd, and it's a different music, and it's a different sort of like tinniness to the atmosphere. So it is a new place made out of the existing places that that uh, that they have or they we've used before, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I also know that um, sometimes the narrators will do pieces of the ambiance as well. You know, like um, sometimes when there's screams or uh, notably Mark's Wookie roars <laughs> or crowd mumbling, things like that. Mm -hmm. There will event there, you know, there will occasionally be moments when that is newly recorded for this specific book where they got to that part. And then Kevin is just like, now, now give me some walla walla. Give me some crowd noise. Give me some like objections to the thing oh, so that they can, again, so they can sort of like take, take an existing sound effect and then sprinkle in all these new pieces. So it is a new effect. It is a totally unheard sound before that is made up of pieces from before. Gotcha. So if we were to summarize this overall in terms of the listener experience and knowing that Star Wars books in the previously defined era, if you will, are still coming, like Victory's Price is coming out next month and the next Thrawn novel is coming out and I'm certain that there will be more. Um, do you find that you know the listener's experience for a Star Wars High Republic book is ultimately going to be different from the listener experience for a Star Wars book within our previously defined era? Or do you think that it's kind of just, you know, a different experience regardless of what audiobook you're getting? I, I think it's more the latter. I think like, you know, I think it's a different experience from book to book. And part of what we're trying to do with the audiobooks for the High Republic is to make them feel like it's a part of Star Wars you've just never seen before. You know, it is Star Wars, so it's not going to be, you know, they shouldn't be too wildly different. They shouldn't be like a whole new experience kind of thing. But it is a new, you know, it's like going, to, it's going to a part of the city you've never visited before or, or something like that, where there are these things that are so familiar compared to other Star Wars books. But then there are all of these new elements as well. Uh, you know, the music for the Nihil, the, the, the effect of Avar Chris using the force. That stuff is new in, 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 in the experience that you're going to have with it. And yet when the Jedi ride, when the Jedi come to the rescue, spoilers, when the Jedi come to the rescue <laughs> early in light of the Jedi, the star Wars fanfare, you know, the, the four, the Jedi fanfare plays for the first time in the book. And it, it's, like it's really to me, it's really effective. You know, where it's like, yes, the good guy. You know, it's it's the good guys riding over the hill kind of moment with that music, and the fact that you haven't heard that music until now makes it even pop, pop even more. Um, I I I said it earlier, but I'll I'll go back. Like I think, I think the thing that the Star Wars audiobooks 
really deliver on is that each book is its own is its own thing mm-hmm. and like you know that 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 dedication and that focus on each book trying to find what that book needs what that book deserves what that book cries out for in the work we do is really what we're coming to it as you know like light of the jedi is this like absolute rip roaring adventure kind of thing you know like and so it needs to kind of feel like an avengers film mm, okay and then a test of courage is a very different book so it has to have a whole different feeling to it so you know the sound effects and music are still there they are still high republic sound effects and music but the book itself is so different mm-hmm. that we need to sort of like, you know, we need to shape it into its own thing. And then you put them side by side and think, yeah, they, they do work really well together. This is a really beautiful thing. But like, you know, we, 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 we owe it to the authors and to their stories to really dedicate their work and then make it fit in overall, as opposed to going the other way. You know, well, we can't use... The Imperial March, because we're not using it in the High Republic, but there are moments in A Test of Courage where you get some, not the Imperial March, but you get some like prequel dark side music mm-hmm. because it's now fitting the tone of the book that would have felt potentially out of place in the last, in Light of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And for those who haven't um, read or heard it yet, just to give you an idea, Light of the Jedi has very, you know, grand, epic, sweeping vistas kind of uh, settings and a test of courage. The majority of the novel actually takes place on a jungle planet. So it's, you know, very claustrophobic in that kind of sense, I guess, um, or just very, very contained in a in a tight bubble to not put a negative spin on it. No, no, you're exactly right. Like, Light of the Jedi is this, like, planet-hopping, chase-through-time kind of experience. A chase over time, not through time. Over time, chase over time. And, you know, Test of Courage happens in, like, two days, all, like, real tight together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, well, Nick, thank you so much once again for taking the time to talk about what you do and how you do it and, you know, to give these incredible behind-the-scenes details of the process of the creation of a Star Wars audiobook, let alone the creation of this brand-new era of Star Wars storytelling. And it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you for having me, Alan. It's always a blast. So there you have it. That is the end of my latest conversation with Nick Martorelli, executive producer for Penguin Random House Audio, and most recently, the executive producer on this first wave of audiobooks accompanying the first wave of published books for phase one of the Star Wars High Republic multimedia cross-platform storytelling initiative. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show as well. (laughs) It just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.